Hello and welcome to Cartridge Cinema Club, a podcast that is ostensibly about video game movies and or TV shows. This episode is episode... Ah, oh, we should have done a Halo thing. It's episode 117. Fuck it. Okay. Um, this is episode 117. My name is Mark Champlin, and today, as always, I'm joined by Alex Wallace. <sighs> How's it going, girls and gays? I'm drinking Sutter Home this week. Um... <laughs> Only the best. Only the best yeah. medium shelf wine. <laughs> Only the finest quality $15 bottles of wine. <laughs> Just for my simply the, the $15 of wines. <laughs> it really is the $15 of wines. <laughs> Nothing beats Sutter Home when you just need to solve a problem really fast. The problem no, being, you know, I'm not currently drinking wine. It's no barefoot uh, pink Moscato, but it'll yeah, get the job done. It's, it, oh, man. Uh, yeah, man. Jesus. This one. Uh, this, this one, one broke us a this little one bit. fucking broke both of us, man. Like I, I apologize if this episode is a little bit all over the place because I'm fucking like furious right now. Like I'm like really mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, uh, and yeah, it. Uh, fuck, man. Like if it was just not funny then sure. Yeah. Like, if it was just not funny and also co-produced by Ubisoft, sure. But it's fucking, it's a fascist television program. The show is kind of fascist, is the th- So what did we watch <laughs> this week, Mark? Okay, so we watched this show. It's called Mythic Quest, uh, known as Mythic Quest colon Raven's Banquet for its first season uh they're gonna it's uh, it's it's an they're mmo gonna, they're so gonna make more of this <laughs> they're gonna make they already got renewed so yeah season one is raven's banquet because it's the first uh, dlc pack for the fictional mmo mythic quest this is an american comedy streaming television series starring rob McElhaney for apple tv plus the series premiered on february 7th 2020 um, this show is uh, written in large part, though the Nazi episode not, notably, um, by Charlie Day and uh, Rob McElhaney, both obviously notable as playing Mac and Charlie from, uh, I almost said that 70s show, <laughs> uh, from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, the show <laughs> is also co-produced by fucking Ubisoft. Um, this is... This we'll get into it, but th- yes, this is video game industry propaganda. Yeah, this is disguised. corporate propaganda for the video game industry, disguised. Yes, as, D- disguised as, as as a middling wannabe uh, community that isn't funny in any of the ways community or always yeah. sunny is. And it's on Apple TV Plus. I just want to say real quick about Apple TV Plus before we move on here. Um, quite possibly the most dog shit UI I've ever seen for a streaming service. Get your fucking glad, shit together, Apple. I'm Holy glad you said shit. that. Did you did you have as hard a time as I did entering in the email? So many things <laughs> went wrong in my process of trying to watch this fucking show. It was like it was like every time I wanted to start an episode, I had to click through like twelve different hoops and then refresh the page to make sure that the play button works this time. Get it the fuck together, Steve Jobs. What are you doing? Um, so, so, as you mentioned, uh, the show's about a, a fictional MMO, uh, so Mac from all, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, uh, is the creative director for this massive multiplayer 
online video game uh, that is very popular. It's World of Warcraft. It's just World of Warcraft. Like, there's nothing to it. It's just World of Warcraft. It's not even like, oh, it's World of Warcraft, but with some other elements thrown in from some other games to kind of, you know, like, make it a sort of bland name product kind of thing. It's just fucking World of Warcraft. Okay, so... So in the first, so they got, so they're putting out the first expansion of, uh, of for the game, uh, and the show is all about you know them working on the game, uh, and there's a bunch of different characters who all have different roles on the team, um, and also the show's maybe a Nazi dog whistle. Anyway, uh, we watched the first three episodes of the show. Um, the the third one is the Nazi one, and we're gonna describe that one in length later. Uh, the other two I think <laughs> we'll sort of work through as we. So we talk through our feelings on the show. Uh, so let's 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 get into that. Uh, Mark, what were your general thoughts on? Dude, this name slips out your brain like nothing. It's already gone. It's I, it's <laughs> sitting on the page in front of me, and I don't know what it is. I for, I could have. <laughs> I, I I keep remembering Raven's Banquet because like at first I thought the show was just called Raven's Banquet, and I remember seeing that and thinking. Oh, that's kind of a cool name for like a fictional like RPG. <laughs> oh, they made uh, a spin off of The Witcher. Cool. Let's get uh, right. Yeah. That <laughs> yeah. that at least works. But calling it Mythic Quest is like like it's literally not even like as good a job as like Family Guy would have done. <laughs> yeah, it's, like they would have come up with a better fake name. Anyway, I digress. Um, I don't know why I had high hopes for this. Uh, so my partner was like, "Hey." Um, I have Apple TV Plus for some reason some right God now. Some reason. <laughs> um, the, 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 they were stealing it from someone else. The point is, <laughs> they had it, and they were like, there's this new, you know, like, video game show, uh, and it's produced by the Always Sunny People, and it's starring Always Sunny People and the community people. I was like, oh, that sounds great. That's probably fine. So we tried it, and we together watched the first two episodes, and and I was just like, well, it's not funny. Um, I don't God. know why I had high. I don't know why I had high hopes for this because so streaming on streaming on Apple TV Plus is just like was my. I don't know. It's the, excruciating the, how not funny it is. And <laughs> there there have been other side projects from the people from Always Sunny, and they're all at least decent. Mm-hmm. But this is like fuck, man. Like, there's not any good bits. There's no there's no like little improv moments. I can't even like. This show probably doesn't even have bloopers, like, because no parts of this would cause anyone to crack up. It's just, it's not, it's, it has none of, like, the, the care, the character interactions that you would expect from a show uh, with this, you know, with this people behind it. Yeah. You know, like, Always, Always Sunny, like, has its problems. I, I, I would say broadly, I kind of don't like that show. Because its yeah, outlook on the that. world is disgusting, and it's just a weird, misogynist, weird, yes. body shamey, fucking fucked up show. But occasionally, they fucking knock it out of the park with that thing. That episode where they're all the the science is a liar sometimes. Bit is one of the funniest things ever put on television, and yeah, so like maybe always, yeah, <laughs> always say like occupies yeah. like a complicated space in my brain for that reason this is like a, a compilation of all of the worst always sunny episodes you know the ones where they're just they just forgot to put jokes in it or the jokes are just like this person is overweight or is a woman mm-hmm. that's kind of um it's kind of what's going on here but it's like even more evil and insidious because like when always sunny is bad it doesn't feel like it has an agenda 
It just feels like, right. oh, this is just some dude bros, and they wrote a shitty script because they're dude bros, and can't, can't knock it out of the park every time when you're a dude bro because you got stupid things lurking in your brain that will pop out when <laughs> right. you try to write things. Um, but this show is, like, uh, evil, <laughs> I think. I have... Th- there's no re- redeemable... There's nothing redeemable to pull from this show. It's not even the type of thing with Always Sunny where it's like, or like The Office, where like, well, all these people are scumbags, but at least one of them has a heart of gold. Or these people are scumbags, so I know not to root for them. So it's funny when bad things happen to them. This isn't the, I don't know how to properly communicate how unlikable every one of these characters (laughs) are and how the show has nothing to say about any of their personalities except for the fact that they just hate themselves and hate each other. Yeah, they're all selfish narcissists. Like, literally, they're all, like, weird, narcissistic, um, just completely, like, emotionally driven weirdos. Yeah, who all like, you know. Work in a place together. It's no, and Which is no, also true of Always Sunny. But, like, Always Sunny has the X factor of, like, you're going to watch these talented comedic actors bounce <laughs> totally, off each totally. other and improvise yes, and 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 come up with a lot of jokes on the fly and like dude it's like it's like it's like those the i mean you i don't know if you've seen the office but it's those later seasons of the office without steve carell when you realize oh fuck steve carell was so good that he carried this entire show <laughs> yeah fuck it's, man <laughs> it's really it yeah it like it lacks all of the sharpness and yes. the wit of something like Community and It's Always Sunny. Again, shows that I have fucking problems with, but, like, mm. when they hit, they hit, you know? And this show never fucking hits. It's unbelievable. Um, yeah, I do not... I don't think I laughed a single time out of the three episodes which we, that we watched, which was, like, over an hour's worth of content, which is pretty bad. Um, yeah, it just feels... It just feels focus group to death. Um, and, like... We'll talk about how that affects its politics, <laughs> um, but it also deeply affects the comedy and that there's just there's just nothing to latch on to because it's so afraid to take risks and it's so afraid to say anything mm-hmm. about anything. I don't know, man. It's um the politics of this show are like uh are, are deeply centrist, um, in that it, it is trying to appeal to you, the gay SJW that is watching this show and listens to Cartridge Cinema Club. Um, and it's also trying to appeal to fucking Nazis. Uh, and hey, surprise, once again, uh, political centrism actually just means deeply fucking conservative, like it always yes. has. Um, <laughs> Christ, man. I think the thing to do here, um, is to just talk about basically every lead character in this show, uh and explain how they contribute to the show's overall unpleasantness uh, and its absolutely uh, execrable politics. Uh, And then at the end, we'll dig right into the Nazi episode. How does that sound, Mark? I think that's totally fair. Uh, I, yeah, we really should talk about all these fucking Mm -hmm. characters. Uh, uh, The, (laughs) I mean... Just from the jump, we you have you have Ian who is Mac from Always Sunny. Oh, excuse Sunny. you. No, this character's name is spelled I A. Oh, you're right. You're right. And they Ian, and every Ian. character pronounces it as as Ian, which I found to just be a choice. I guess. Yeah, I don't know. He's Cliffy B, basically. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah he he's Cliffy B, and it's it's like I don't know. The, it it could have been funny if they if they like played into the fact that he was like. A detestable Cliff Blazinski esque character. Yeah, right. Because it's like the, I don't. I, 
<laughs> the whole first episode, and really like the show in general, is about how this dude is like an egomaniac and he's way controlling. And he doesn't actually seem to know anything about how to physically make a video game. <laughs> um, he's just like purely like an ideas guy, I guess. Um, and the, the whole first episode is, is like setting this dude up as like a fucking jackass and like a blowhard. And a dude that is like delaying the entire uh, release of this video game because he wants to make some superficial change to it. Um, and then... You know, and then the whole that whole first episode is about him and uh, the lead programmer woman, uh, whose name is Poppy, <laughs> uh, arguing about like this release and delaying it and, and who's in charge and all of this shit. And the end of this episode is him resolving this dispute with his lead programmer. Basically by going, well, like, the show basically throws its, its hands up and goes, but, you know, guys, he, he really just cares about making a good game. And, you know, sometimes he just get his head gets a little bit too into it and he says wildly abusive things and completely derails projects and wildly abuses the labor and resources of his of his co-workers and the people that work for him. Uh, but, you know, he just wants to make a good game. Like, literally, this he, he has a line where he says, the game being good is all that matters. And that's what the end of this episode hinges on. <laughs> and that's what Ubisoft wants you to remember. Yep. Uh, which is ironic because their games aren't even good in the end. <laughs> which is ironic because their products are unfinished garbage. Um, but they really just, yeah, they they that's the message of the show is like, well, as long as the game is good, that that we we care about our our customers. And it's like, well, there's a you know there's a human cost to this. Um, <laughs> the show doesn't give a fuck about that. And and like it's all it's all well and good when uh, someone as like with like as like fun of a personality as fucking Mac from Always Sunny and, and as like attractive and nice as Mac from Always Sunny says that to you in a boardroom. But when it's a fucking real life executive producer at Riot telling you, well, the game is very popular, so you're lucky to even have this job. Yeah. It's a little bit different. Yeah, and I mean, like, the, the what this show is, the message of this show is, uh, and we'll, we'll get into this more as we work through it, but the message of the show is essentially like, well, it has to be like this. Yeah, totally. This is just how things are, and you can't change it, and this is just, this is just, this is just how it is and how it's always going to be. Like, the, yeah, it, 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 like, it like very like it like accurately displays the status quo of video games, which is like awful, mm -hmm. but in like a humorous light and then says, and it's actually fine that all this is here. Yeah. Like it, it, the end of the episode is, is Poppy, the lead programmer saying, well, you know, you're a brilliant painter, but sometimes I feel like you just treat me like a paintbrush. And he says, no, 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 no. You're the painter. I, you, I, you, I, I respect you so much. It's fine. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> nothing yeah. changes at this company. Nothing about the relationships between the characters. Nothing about the 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 cruel meat grind of this company changes at the mm. end of this episode. And yet, you're supposed to feel good about it because this is a fucking this is literally fucking propaganda produced by Ubisoft. Um, cool. Let's move on from Mac from It's Always Sunny, a character I found detestable, to another character that made me want to fucking tear my eyeballs out. Um, so let's talk about David. Um, who is, uh, like the, 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 like the producer 
of the project. You know, he's he's sort of the the like a you know a manager position on uh, on the team. Um, he plays cricket on Always Sunny. Also, yeah. uh, for for Always Sunny heads who know the minor characters enough. <laughs> like yeah, <me>. um, <laughs> let's list off the the jokes about this character. Um, oh, my my favorite type of jokes, actually. Yeah, um, he has mental health issues. <laughs> <laughs> he has anxiety. <laughs> um, he has trauma uh, that he uh, uh, is clearly uh, damaged by. Uh, he mm-hmm. has, uh, you know, an abusive family that he talks about a lot. Um, uh, he's frequently described as being emasculated by the other characters. Um, that's pretty much it. That's, yeah, that's... You, you, you see, he's a man, but, um, but emotionally and physically, he's very weak, uh, which mm-hmm. is, uh, which is to be scorned and, yeah. uh, and laughed at. Yeah, I would say that, uh, one of the most vivid moments with this character and also, uh, the moment where I felt the most vividly connected to the, uh, absolutely disastrous quality of the comedy writing in this show, uh, was the part where, like, uh, uh, Poppy, the programmer, and, uh, Mac from Always Sunny are arguing about something, um, and David gets really upset, and then he calls Poppy mom, you know, because he has, he has, Mm -hmm. he has, like, trauma associated with his family, um, and it's not funny when that happens. Um, and then, like, ten seconds later, uh, he does it again. Like, in case you didn't, if you didn't, if you missed it the first time and you you wanted to get, you, we need to make sure that you get a good chuckle out of the part where he calls her mom because it's funny because he had abusive parents. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I think that's <laughs> the, I think that's the caliber of writing we've come to expect from um, industry professionals who've been doing this for 15 years. Yeah, um, that's pretty much that's pretty much what that character is about. Let's talk about Poppy now, who we've, who we've talked about quite a bit at this point. Um, I'm not entirely convinced that this character is not a crypto fascist. She definitely <laughs> is the one who, uh, like, this is clearly the most like very online like member of the team. Um, in that she calls David a soy boy cuck. Um, that just happens in this show entirely fucking unaddressed. And it's like, it's like, yes, I know that, like, in the writer's room, this is, like, Charlie Day, who has been on Twitter before, like, sees, oh, this is what, you know, this is what they say to, like, weak men, I guess. Isn't that funny? Except, but, like, except, except, except not, right? <laughs> this is where, this is where I start, you can, y'all can fucking, okay, from this point forward in the episode, I'm probably <laughs> going to just be, like, you can call me tinfoil hat all you want. I think this show is a fucking Nazi dog whistle. Yeah, you're you're, um, you're going mask off, and it's it's not it's not like I'm not willing to go there with you. It's yeah, true, and, but and like so yeah. in in the opening scene of the second episode, um, she calls David this character whose main joke is that he is a weak, emasculated male, um, a soy boy beta cuck in an argument, and that's just like a throwaway joke. Basically, he's like, "Is that good? Oh no, she said something mean to me." Um. And, you know, you could, you could argue like, oh, so boy, beta cuck, that's, you know, he just, they just think that's just like a funny internet word to call someone. Except, oh, in the next episode that's about Nazis, it's a word that the Nazis use more than once. Yeah, the Nazis in the show say cuck. Say cuck. So, uh, so <sighs> yeah, so you're right. They had to have known. Like, yeah. Um, 
Okay. I would like to with the other thing with Poppy that I want to talk about is the thing with the fucking streamer kid who's also a, a miserable character on the show. So there's a character who's like a 14-year-old influencer that they're like constantly trying to impress and we get to like see like full-length videos from him and it's uh exhausting. Those parts uh tired me out, I would say. Um the first time that we see this character all of the all of the game developers are watching his stream and he opens up his stream with like it's it's like longer than this but he basically says like hey guys gals and non-binary pals like that's kind of that's basically what he says like there is a reference to people who do not identify as men or women in his little intro that he does um and like it cuts to poppy and she says like god i fucking hate this kid and I don't remember this part because I actually haven't watched the first episode in like a couple weeks, but I'm I'm willing to go there with you. That that's now, here's the thing. Timing. Here's the thing. And this is why the show is fucking bullshit <laughs> is that that scene has plausible deniability. It's an optical illusion, right? It's the fucking it's it's the fucking <sighs> it's the drawing of the woman where you can see the old woman or the young woman, depending on how you look at it. Right. Because. It. Oh, should I interpret this as Poppy hates this kid because he's being performative? Or am I supposed to interpret this as Poppy hates this kid because he's acknowledging non-binary people? The show doesn't answer that. It do it just leaves it hanging because it doesn't want you to think it, it doesn't want to take the risk of uh possibly walking off of that razor edge that it walks where it is trying to simultaneously appeal uh to queer people and also trying to appeal to fascists boy man it's like and so wh why you know what other reason had the show at this point given us to not like the streamer kid also it's just like I don't know. The streamer kid's annoying. This is the first time we see yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. It, like he's annoying, but he's a child. He's he's just a child acting like a child. Like he the 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 name that they give him, which I refuse to say because it makes me <laughs> physically cringe. The name that they give him is obviously supposed to reference PewDiePie because it sounds kind of like it, but he's not like a PewDiePie like figure. He's just a, a kid, and there's like God, I hate this kid. And I was like, Ooh, yeah. There's like a they're they're all like they all like despise this child and talk about how much they hate him all the time to the point with, uh, um, probably my, I don't know, maybe my least favorite character in the show, which is the like intern girl. Oh, fu fuck this character. This is okay. So this character's entire joke is just that like, she's a murderer. Yeah. She's, I guess. I, like, I, I don't She, she, she's like the, the, this, the character is like, uh, is like, Hey, you know, you know, girls, what if a girl was like secretly crazy and like kind of <laughs> yeah, made and like and like kind of made it show that she was crazy sometimes? Ha ha! This girl's unhinged. Yeah, she might she might kill you. Oh. I mean, it's it's like it's like it's like the joke with her is that she is uh, so psychophantic to Mac from It's Always Sunny in right. Philadelphia that she like it wants to like commit murder on his behalf, but it's like like yep. I don't know like that could be an It's Always Sunny joke. But it's, like, not funny in this. It's just, like, creepy and uncomfortable. Like, there's a scene where, okay, sorry, we're gonna have to talk about fucking 
teen suicide here. Trigger warning for that, I guess. Um, like, there's like a scene where she's just like, oh yeah, I just sent this meme to him that's a death threat that tells him to kill himself. To, to the streamer kid that's 14. And like, that's the joke of the whole scene. And it's like, not, it is like, deeply not funny like and I'm yeah. like I don't know people can fucking tell me that I'm being humorless or whatever watch this scene and tell me it's funny it's not it's like about a grown adult that hates and is cyberbullying a child on behalf of a mega corporation and it's like it's like not it doesn't even feel like it's played for laughs it just oh god no, and, and this character also is uh, textually a quote-unquote Midwestern white conservative, uh, mm -hmm. which she calls herself in the Nazi episode. Oh, God, there's so many fucking characters to get through. I hate we got, we got to get through characters. more here. Let's keep moving. Okay. Uh, fucking, fucking the writer guy. Um, let's, I don't even <laughs> want to talk about him for that long. They're, they're, no. They have, they have like. The, the old English author that they hired to write all of their scripts or whatever. And the whole joke with him is that he's a perverted old man. There's, you know, there's a part where he makes a joke about how he slept with a woman from Morocco. And then there's a joke about how he got STDs. Cause Hey, women from foreign countries are dirty. Cause that's what this show believes. Um, this is, this is the, this is the, the Chevy chase character. Uh, that, yeah. It, yeah. But yeah, again, the joke is he's old, but it, he's it's inoffensive. Not, Hold All on. of it falls completely fucking flat. And also the yeah. character also is literally textually a Nazi. Uh, yeah. We'll get to he, that. He thinks he thinks Nazis are cool, and he writes <laughs> all about how cool they are. Uh, yep. And we are just supposed to accept that as a quirk of yep. his character. Yep. Let's keep some, moving. Some... Let's talk about the lesbians. <laughs> the, the, this is the most, like, cold. So by episode two, this uh, before the Nazi uh, stuff, this was probably the most, like, annoying thing about the show for me was that oh, they yeah. so obviously like focus grouped to um well you see sir mixed race lesbians into the show <laughs> we know uh we know that uh homosexual women are uh 80.8 percent .8 more likely to watch a television <laughs> program uh if they know that it features homosexual women such as themselves uh they will be making gifts uh, of these characters and putting them on Tumblr uh, if we uh, include them. So we have to make sure that we put in uh, the two. Oh, they will be the smallest characters in the script. Don't worry. They will be the most unimportant characters to the plot uh, possible. Uh, they will also be the least uh, important characters at the company that they work for as well. So don't worry about it. They're just going to be the play <laughs> testers. They're just going to be in the background. Don't worry about it. Yeah, man. Uh, I have never felt more uh pandered to in my life and it made me want to fucking spit yeah there's no there's no gay or black women like in leadership at the company that would be a, a bridge too far alex these two characters we're gonna put them in but they need to be in roles that if these roles were removed it wouldn't change anything textually about the show yeah the, these <sighs> these two characters are just completely inconsequential to the plot and they can just be removed very easily <laughs> yeah it's um it, it is it is the most I have ever felt consciously while watching something. Like, this was the decision made to move a line on a graph. This was this diversity and representation, quote unquote, <laughs> is here uh to uh strictly to make a number move higher. <laughs> like it God, just no chemistry between the actresses, just God, really bad, really bad. Um, one more character we have to talk about before we just dive into the Nazi episode. Boy, this is going to be a long one. Um, 
Let's talk about maybe the Abed most, from Community. Maybe the most detestable character. Uh, <laughs> sorry for interrupting you, but yeah, they, they gave Abed from Community the most beloved character on Community the, 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 the worst role in this show. <laughs> it's, um... So the, um, so the second episode, so, so, so Daniel, Daniel Pudi from Community <laughs> plays, uh, the, uh, the monetization guy at the video game company that they work for. Um, and the second episode, uh, is all about how, uh, he decides that he's sick of everybody's shit one day and no one's listening to him and he, he decides he's gonna leave and when he leaves he makes everything on the store free and it completely fucks all of the balance and ruins everything. Um, and then they, you know, and then they just come crawling back to him because they need that monetization. <laughs> and, um, uh, the text, uh, straight up, uh, uses a word to describe this man that I would not use, uh, but, uh, Mac from Always Sunny uh, s- s- says in the text of this show, like, because the whole dispute in this episode is between uh, the lead programmer, Poppy, who is, like, representing, like, the creative side of the business, and 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 the monetization guy representing the business side of the business. And, and the episode c- ends with Mac from Always Sunny going, well, yeah, this guy is a sociopath, but we need him. The rest of the game can't run if we don't have the con- the casino that textually exploits our players. Literally in the in the show, they talk about how the casino that they're building and all of the microtransactions in it are like deeply exploitative to people. But you know they gotta do it to support the game. There's nothing to be done. Ubisoft has to do that. Ubisoft has to uh, sell gambling to children. I love uh, the part. I love the part in uh, in the show Mythic Quest Raven's Banquet where Mac from Always Sunny looks into the camera and says, "Assassin's Creed, I'm sorry. I mean Watch Dogs, I'm sorry. I mean Mythic Quest needs to have <laughs> needs to have microtransactions in order to make a good video game." It's so fucking bleak, dude. Like literally every episode of this show ends with Mac from Always Sunny turning to the camera and going, "Well, you know." <laughs> I mean, this second episode is also all about crunch. Like the two, they ah, oh, this fucking scene. I don't think we wrote notes about oh, it. Oh god, the, I didn't the, even the, think about this yeah. until you just mentioned it. But yeah, the, holy the, fuck, the lesbian, the lesbian romance scene that you're gonna make. Uh, that 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 we all uh if we were 15 would have made tumblr gifts out of is textually a scene where the two game testers were forced to work past midnight crunch shifts with each other trying to bug fix the casino but they had a romantic time together while they they were crunching pizza and ice cream while they were crunching for their soul crushing job in which they're you love it in, in which they're completely replaceable and will be stomped on I am going to p- punt this television show into the sea. It's a bad show, guys. It's a bad show. It's a bad show. show. And we haven't even talked about the, the Nazi episode yet. Let's let's talk about the Nazi let's episode. Let's talk about the fucking Nazi episode. So... As soon as they said Kotaku, I was like, oh, I don't trust this show to oh, even say the word Kotaku. <laughs> so, like, okay, so let's, 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 okay. At this point in the show... Coming into this third episode, one of the primary issues is that you don't know what the show fucking believes. Like, it's one of those shows, and we talked about this on the show before. We talked about this with fucking Good Game, that Game Grups thing. It's a show that wants to play both sides at all times. It's a show that wants to have the word mansplaining in its script and leave it up to the viewer whether the writers think that mansplaining is a serious thing or something to be made fun of. 
that's the kind of thing that you're dealing with here. And then you get into this fucking episode. Um, so... Right, so it is at least that show. Now, yes. this show, make this episode makes it seem like it's something more. <laughs> so, they go to talk to the community manager, and the community manager says, Hey, guys, uh, Kotaku has written an article about how our game is full of Nazis. Uh, the word white supremacists is used. They say this is the most popular game among white supremacists. Um, and uh, <laughs> and Daniel Pudi says, well, people use the word Nazi to mean anyone who disagrees with them. Dog whistle. <laughs> How do we know they're actual Nazis? Uh, and then they show that there's uh, like swastikas in the game and the characters are like tagging swastikas all over world of warcraft and they're like oh i guess they are nazis um daniel pudi by the way he will be serving the role of the nazi devil's advocate for the rest of this episode uh he will be siding on the side of the nazis throughout the duration of of this episode um so then uh you know they're you know they uh they they show all of the creative ways that the nazis have made swastikas uh in in the game uh and mac from always sunny says Say what you want about Nazis, but wow, they're precise. That's German engineering for you. Dog whistle. Dog whistle. <laughs> Huge fucking dog whistle. Wow, the Nazis, now, you know, you say what you will about them, but they sure were efficient. Th this line, now, I was thinking about this line uh, in particular, because this is something that I can see either Mac or Dennis, like, saying in Always Sunny, and I would laugh, because the rest of the episode would have been... Say what you will about Always Sunny. This is a show that's not afraid to say Nazis deserve to die. Let's fucking kill this Nazi. Yeah, this like, show is very afraid to say that. This show's very afraid to say it. <laughs> yep. Um. So uh, then the conversation turns to they talk about, well, have we considered embracing the Nazis narratively? Uh, uh, this is, uh, this is one of the many open insinuations that the writer guy is just a fascist, literally. Uh, there's more of that later. Um. And, and uh, Mac from Always Sunny is like, well, if we try to ban the Nazis, you know, it's, it's going to be a whole First Amendment thing. So, who? This, this is a tough one. How are we going to solve mm. this? It's basically um, a dog whistle also because it's not a First Amendment thing. Not a First Amendment thing. It's well, not at I mean, all a First you know Amendment what? thing. <laughs> Actually, I mean, it is a First Amendment thing. It's just that the First Amendment is dog shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Um, yeah, you There's know, no, yeah, th th that's a whole fucking discourse. That's Fuck, a we whole fucking conversation, that. which we, we can have we now have on this podcast, but we don't have we the don't fucking have time, time to talk because there's that. so much more to talk about. Um, <laughs> the following scene, I think, is where I completely lost my fucking mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> the scene yeah. uh, where Brad, the producer, uh, Soy Boy Cuck, uh, and uh, uh, David, the monetization guy, are arguing with each other. This is where I... I like paused and like stopped for a bit and was like, I don't know if I can finish watching this because I just, okay. So, so, so David, who is the soy boy cuck, by the way, uh, uh, and is uh, who's again, whose main joke in the show is that he is emasculated and weak, uh, wants to ban all the Nazis. And David, the monetization guy is like, mm, well, I don't know. The Nazis make us some money. Um, and then, and 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 then he says uh he says well you know we, we need to put our foot down on this uh and then david the monetization guy says sure but what if they find out that it's a straight white male putting his foot down that wouldn't be very inclusive or fair would it 
What? What? Hey, uh, real quick. Um, hey, what does this show believe about Nazis? Does it think that Nazis are good or does it think that Nazis are bad? The this entire episode, the the let it be known, dear readers, the only character that from the beginning to the end of the entire episode who who outright condemns Nazis and says they should be banned and does not waver in his position is the soy boy emasculated beta character who is frankly not very Chad and is frankly not very based. That's literally, that's the show. That's the episode. That's the whole episode. Deeply fucking suspicious that you're eight minutes into this episode about Nazis. And I'm like, what does this show believe about Nazis? I'm not sure yet. That's a problem to be having in your television program. Um, I just, I, yeah, you can, God, you can make an episode of a show about Nazis. um, But it has to immediately be like, oh, no, Nazis, no, no, Nazis should die. And that's the that's the only way you're allowed to make those type of jokes. Yeah, I um, I feel like they literally they did this better on Always Sunny, which is a deeply offensive show in so many ways. A fuck, like, man. God, they form their ethics committee, uh, and the whole joke around them forming an ethics committee is like, oh, David doesn't really know or care about minorities at all. He's like being awkward around the lesbian play testers and saying yeah. racist things to Daniel Poot. He doesn't really care. He's just virtual virtue signaling. It's mm-hmm. it doesn't really, it's nothing. Um, and also notice that this, this part with the ethics committee where they're like, it's, it becomes like a, well, where do you draw the line? Um, if you ban this. Yeah. Daniel Putty is like, well, you know, it's a really slippery slope. He literally says it's a slippery slope. If you, if you start to ban Nazis again, he is just like the alt-right mouthpiece throughout this entire he li- episode. He literally says, okay, well tell me what you think a hate group is. And I'm like, <laughs> dog whistle, dog yeah. whistle, dog whistle, dog yeah. whistle. He, and he's like he's like portrayed as like the smart reasonable guy in yeah, that scene. Literally. Like he's 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 I don't know. He's portrayed like a little bit conniving but not he, his his words are not condemned and he's still like one of the protagonists. <laughs> I then, like fuck man. Then, yeah, and then you have Poppy uh who's like the only like essentially the only female character in the in the in the main cast of core characters. Functionally, yes. Yeah, and who I am basically convinced at this point is a crypto-fascist because she called somebody a soy boy cuck in a previous episode. And then in this episode, uh, doesn't really seem to have a problem with the fact that there are Nazis in the game, despite the fact that she is a woman of color. Like, like the whole joke with her in this episode is she's like, hosting a, a a peaceful protest against the nazis in the game that's her idea um but it's entirely framed around this idea that she doesn't actually care about it she just cares about promoting her feature that's coming out her new social interaction feature that she wants to launch for the game she doesn't actually care about getting rid of nazis um so i guess nobody at this company really cares about getting rid of nazis um you know, oh, because... except for the except for the the, the weak beta <laughs> no but he's also just virtue signaling um yeah, you're right. Yeah, um, and then there's the point where uh, where Mac from Always Sunny decides that he is going to uh, that he is going to put Nazi imagery in the game uh, and embrace the Nazis because then they'll know who all of the Nazis are. There's literally a scene where they're like, "Oh, well, we're just gonna add this SS badge 
to the game, but we'll we'll say it's like lightning or whatever, but then we'll know who all the Nazis are, and then we can round them up, and then we can get rid of them. And then Poppy says, are you crazy? What are you talking about, man? You hear yourself? You're talking about rounding up and Nazis? And I was just like, what does this show believe? Why make a comment about, oh, wow, he's trying to round up all these Nazis and get rid of them. That's wrong. He shouldn't do it like, I, it's so confused. Like, I was so, like, baffled by so many things that were happening. Um, it's, it's notable also that, and this is a thing that has happened with many, many pieces of, pieces of, like, imagery that portrays Nazis, like American History X, things like that. Nazis tend to gleam onto pieces of media that represent like that show their symbols openly, whether or not it was like a positive or negative light. And this episode of television has more literal direct, like Nazi symbols. We see swastikas. We see, uh, we see characters doing a heil. Uh, we, we, we literally see the Nazi salute. We see the SS badge. We see like this imagery used, so obviously and so blatantly and like not censored in any way in a way that would like uh, it was shocking it it was it offended me (laughs) it's the way i okay i am going to explain the way that this episode wraps up and i'm needing you to bear with me because it's one of the (laughs) worst fucking things i've ever seen in my life literally um so wrote it worse if i tried yeah so poppy hosts her little protest and Mac from Always Sunny decides he's going to add a bunch of SS gear to the game. Uh, and the uh, result of this is that the peaceful protest is then attacked by all of the Nazis. Um, and then... <sighs> Mac from Always Sunny is, like, talking to Poppy and is, like, talking about how he's figured it out. And he knows how he's going to solve this problem without using violence. He says, Nazis want us to punch them in the face. It makes them stronger. It gives them something to fight against. Um, and then they make parlor on their game. They just they just put all the Nazis on their own server together where they can all hang out and talk to each other and work together and change nothing about the moderation policies of their games because they got all the Nazis because they all wore the SS badges. So there can't be any more Nazis or couldn't possibly be any more Nazis in the future. Or nobody could possibly find out that this video game has a server explicitly dedicated to Nazis and they can all hang out with each other because, well, the Nazis will, just won't know. Yeah, and also having a bunch of Nazis together talking about white supremacy doesn't that's not a problem that's not it's not a problem having them all together strategizing together in in an online space yeah that could not possibly lead to any that couldn't possibly lead to any literal real life violent actions i i don't know i don't think that i can be convinced (laughs) that this show is not like a nazi dog whistle yeah, you you brought me along. Like uh, I don't know, like having ride. just walked back through that, like, dude, it looked it it fuck. T- t- fuck. Saying saying it out loud, and that's what's so insidious about like dog whistles is like we had to write all this down for it to really like pe- to really piece it together and really convince it, me. I I don't know, it, like I like I was <laughs> watching through it and I was like, 
I feel like there's a lot of dog whistles in this show. I don't like that I don't know what this show thinks about things like social justice and things like conservatism and fascism. I don't like that the show's opinion on those things is unclear. And you know what? When your opinion on those things that are, are un is unclear, uh, Nazis are welcome at your fucking table. Fuck this show. That's all. That's it. That's it, man. One of, one of the worst TV shows I've ever seen. Yeah, just, I mean, just, just carrying water for labor violations, carrying water for uh, exploited gambling mechanics, uh, carrying water for uh, the Nazi free speech uh, argument. Just a, um, just a deeply conservative, deeply fucking bleak show, uh, with nothing good to say, uh, about, uh, human beings or society at large. Uh, yeah, this was, um, this was a fucking rough one, man. My skin was crawling watching this thing. It's evil. Like, it's the, evil. The show makes me, like, dislike Charlie Day, which is, like, really disappointing for me. Like, fuck. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. Like, I always thought that those dudes were full of shit. You know, they want to show up at the fucking Pride Parade, and then also their show is just full of absolutely disgusting shit on the regular. And then they went on to make this, because of course they did. Because guess what? Celebrities aren't your fucking friends, and all of them are fake, and they only care about money. Ugh. Anything else you want to say about whatever the fuck this show is called? Can't wait for season two. Can't wait for <laughs> season two. Yeah, like, God, like, there was only nine episodes in this first season, I think. And, like, I literally could not fucking imagine making myself watch more of this show. It was painful to sit through. It was just a just fucking miserable. It's right. almost bad enough that we should touch on season two when it comes out. Uh, uh, I'm not going to promise anything. You can cut this if you want. <laughs> actually maybe you got this if you want i don't actually care uh, Fuck it. we'll S see say say the line bart oh <laughs> uh, what are we watching next week mark next week we're watching captain n uh this is one of this like i was saying in the pre-show this is one of the only uh things that is well known on quote unquote the internet in that people say hey you guys do a video game show podcast have you done blank and the answer is no, because we've done every other show uh, from this era. We've done every fucking terrible Mortal Kombat movie and all that shit. Um, we never, we haven't done Captain N. Uh, it's, it's, it's one of those Deke shows. It's the, it's the Er Deke show about video yeah. games. <laughs> It's, um, there's a lot going on with Captain Ann. It's about a dude that goes to video game world. There's a bunch of weird licensing shit going on with it. It's wild, uh... Uh, hor hor horrifying portrayals of all your favorite NES characters, favorite especially characters. especially Mega Man, Simon, all of <laughs> yeah, them. Actually, you got twelve packs a day, Mega Man. It's they're all there. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so there's a lot going on with Captain N. There's like a bunch of different seasons. The status quo of Captain N changes several times. Um, so this will probably be like we'll do like a arc of Captain N, and we'll do some chunk of it and just talk about that, and then maybe come back to it later. But yeah, I was I was like, Mark, we have done a series of fifty minute long episodes like several weeks in a row, and I just want to do something dumb and simple that we don't have to do discourse about for an hour. <laughs> So we're we're taking in. a break, and yeah. the the week after this, we're going back to like another one of those episodes. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, 
Um, oh God! Stay, stay tuned for a bonus episode uh, this week. Also, um, yeah, we're not going to tell you week. what it is. <laughs> no, but we're but we're um we're we're doing we're gonna research. Do one. I mean, the entire the entire last like three years of our lives have been researched for this. <laughs> yeah, um, for, this, for this bonus right. episode. Yeah. Um, where can people find the podcast on the internet, Mark? <laughs> Fuck, 50 minutes. Okay. Um, Jesus, man. You can find us at Cartridge Cinema the on Twitter. That's at Cartridge Cinema. Join the Discord. It's linked on the Twitter. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcasting app. You should rate us. Uh, even if you hate us, uh, that's a thing that YouTubers used to say. Uh, the music is by DJ Tin Man. The art is by Courtney Coffin. For me, it was Tuesday. Fuck cops. Don't join the military. Fuck Joe Biden. Fuck Kamala Harris. Peace. I'm exhausted. That's the episode. Sorry. No post. No, 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 no post, post show. show. That was, Listen, I, we, we I all know. I still have to edit this episode before it goes up tomorrow morning. God. We all know this 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 term has been excellent for Biden so far. We don't you don't you don't need us to tell you how great it's going. Oh yeah, he's just crushing it. Yeah, crushing it. The fucking the fucking post that he made where he's like it's like a slow mo fan cam and he's like another week in the books and it's like dude this is literally the week where your party voted against your own fucking legislation. Oh fuck, man. Uh, uh, peace. Bye. Bye. God.